This is Movies First with Alex First. Overcoming obstacles is the theme of this young person's comedic drama, which unfortunately trawls the bottom of the barrel. After winning two gold medals at the World Swimming Championships, elite American competitor Claire Carpenter, Peyton List, froze on the blocks, had a blonde moment that went viral and effectively retired from swimming. Her driven dad, Calvin, Martin Dingle Wall, has allowed her some time off, but she's done nothing with it. And now he decides to send her to Brisbane for a month to coach a boys' swim team. It's there at a swim camp that the lads are preparing for the Nationals, and coach Bodie, Ray Chong Nee, a Fruit Loop, is having trouble motivating them. He's hoping Carpenter will help give them an edge, because anything other than a win for the team will see them lose their major sponsor and the camp will be forced to close. Problem is, Carpenter comes face-to-face with a rival, Michaela Michaels, Lauren Esposito, who she's unexpectedly forced to room with. Carpenter isn't exactly made to feel welcome, even though she's a heroine to one of the fangirls on the girls' team, Annabelle Schumpert, Olivia Nardini, who's far too effusive. Without motivation... Carpenter is just going through the motions to see out her time in Oz. But that all changes when the captain of the boys' team, Liam Henderson, Daniel Needs, who has some issues with his pushy parents, confronts her. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If treating children like imbeciles was the measure, then Swimming for Gold may be regarded as a good movie. However, as no right-minded person would, let's just say this is, in large dollops, all but an unmitigated disaster. Its target audience is young teenage girls, and generally they're far more intelligent than this movie gives them credit for. Basically, almost every plot element in the film is dumbed down or hammed up. Why? Surely, if a script and direction are good enough, The characters don't have to be exaggerated so they appear more like cardboard cutouts than real flesh and blood. The humour, antipathy and warmth should be natural and free-flowing, not stage-managed to within an inch of its life, so it looks and feels like manufactured pap. You can deliver messages, which Swimming for Gold does, without lowering yourself to the level of amateur theatrics. Frequently, it felt like the filmmakers, writer Eric Bergman and director Hayley McFarlane, were trying to deliver a staged panto. Much of the acting, in fact most of it, appears forced and totally disingenuous. Even the cut-in shots of a former queen of the pool, Susie O'Neill, known in her day as Madame Butterfly, looked manufactured. While I freely admit I'm not in the target demographic for this picture, Over several decades, I've seen and reviewed tween films, along with thousands of others, many of which I've enjoyed. The keys to the latter have always been a decent script and credibility, neither of which Swimming for Gold has. In my humble opinion, this is not worthy of cinematic release, fundamentally because I didn't believe the lion's share of what I was being fed, pun totally intended. It scores a three 
out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Available at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio or your favourite podcast player. You can also stream on demand at Bytes.com. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.